Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. Today, we have a special guest. We're going to be talking with Jason Rutland. Jason is the uh, CEO of Premier Home Funding. Uh, he has a finance and economics degree from the University of Florida, which happens to be my alma mater. So way to go, Jason. Um, Jason's really focused on the importance of the credit score and how that helps clients or uh, obtain mortgages. So he's been teaching about credit score improvement strategies to industry professionals for years. He started Premier Home Funding in 2004, and he specializes in helping business owners and couples going through a divorce. In the last few years, Jason has become an industry leader in funding complex marital separations and helping clients start their new financial lives cleanly, as he says, and that sounds to me to be in a healthy way. So um, Jason wants to change the way the mortgage industry serves the client. And he believes that uh, teaching how to pay off the loan as quickly as possible and debt is a tool of home ownership, but it doesn't have to last forever. Welcome aboard, Jason. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. That was great. I love that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you wrote it, so I tried to read it. Anyway, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. So something funny you might want to divorce me from right now. Um, I did go to University of Florida, graduated there, went all four years, and I'm not a Gator fan. Um, I'm a Tennessee fan that went to UF, so that's kind of different. Wow. That is, um, I'll have to let that one go. All right. So tell us a little bit about what does a mortgage lender do? Mortgage lender, uh, we evaluate from a risk standpoint, how does the client fit for the loan we're trying to give? And are they a good fit for whether it's a $300,000 loan, $800,000 loan, or $100,000 loan? Just are they a good fit for that? And can they, and are they likely to pay it back over the time frame? So. Okay. So we have a super hot real estate market right now. Tell us about it. So obviously during COVID, um, a lot of people have decided to, they've been home more, they've evaluated their current home and decided they wanted to move. There also aren't enough people putting homes on the market. So you have more buyers, less people bringing homes on the market, and we have a serious inventory shortage. So we're not necessarily doing more home sales. We just don't have enough homes for sale. So it's a very hot real estate market right now. Right. I've heard something like there's 11 buyers for every house for sale in, in Florida. Is that right? Um, I don't know the stat on that. I do know a friend of mine that had a home in the market just last week and received 26 people walk through his home in the first two days and got eight contracts over asking price. Wow, that's incredible. So obviously, I I represent family law clients, been doing it for 35 years, and it's a very common event. We got to figure out what to do with the house. So is it better for the client to sell the house, stay in the house, buy out their spouse? What's best? What's best is what's best for them. Um, What I like to do uh, being a child of parents who were divorced is to help slow down the financial decision of all of this. Ultimately, there's a lot of changes going on. So we try to evaluate first, 
does it make sense for them to refinance and stay? Does it make sense for them to sell and go find another home and evaluate how much home can they afford? And then they've got to negotiate and we help give them ideas on the numbers they're going to need. So negotiate with their spouse if they're selling or refinancing what they have to do with the spouse. Okay, good. So obviously we have a, we have a hot real estate market, but we have a very difficult economy right now with a lot of people either furloughed or unemployed. And we've heard this term forbearance. I may, might have a client that has a mortgage that's in forbearance. Tell us about that. So forbearance is to a mortgage company. That's the worst of the worst. They've already given the money. You know, you have a $280,000 loan with them and you call them up and say, Hey, due to a couple of financial different issues, but due to where I am right now, I can't afford to pay you. In order to do that without it affecting your credit and hurting you long-term, you call the bank, you tell them the situation and you ask to go into forbearance and they can give you a three, six, maybe an up to 12 month ability to not make a payment. Now let's say it's three months long. For three months, you don't have to make your mortgage payment. And at the end of it, you have to pay the taxes and insurance portion and then just pay your next payment. And they're willing to add the principal and interest payment to the end of your mortgage. Some people decide to pay it all up at once and pay all three months that they skipped at that time too. But it does give you flexibility in that short window of time, three, six, maybe 12 months to not have to make a mortgage payment. Okay, so that's helpful. So how does the current hot real estate market differ from what happened back in 2008 through 2010, where we had a real estate market crash? Are we headed for more foreclosures? What's going to happen? I know um, I'm asking you to pull out your crystal ball here. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Apparently, that's not a good one. Um, It's very different. Last time we were doing loans for people where they wouldn't have to prove income. They wouldn't have to prove their assets. They were borrowing more money than the house was even um, purchased for. You know, they could buy a home for 200 and get a loan for 250,000. So the risk on the loans that we as an industry were offering was astronomical. So it was only a matter of time before home values stopped appreciating at 40% a year back then that, you know, everything ran out this time. For the last, uh, going on 13 years now, we have been heavily qualifying people. If you bought a home pre-2007 and then after 2008, you've experienced a drastic qualifying side. Um, Plus, the housing market's been more stable. Three to 6% appreciation most years. Back then, we had 30 to 40. This past year, we've had a good appreciation rate, but nothing like 30 to 40%. So... Much more qualified homeowners, very a lot more stable housing market. Okay, good. Nobody wants to see another crash, right? No. So um, how do you help family law clients who want to buy a house pre-qualify? How important is that? You know, I, I think it's very important because anytime you're entering into that situation where you may be separating assets or income, It's important to know what can I truly afford on my own? Um, If you want to be able to take those next steps going forward and in these negotiations, when you're going back and forth, 
You need to know what am I likely to be able to, to afford going forward. So having that conversation before, before divorce is final can help you have that peace of mind of, yes, I can buy the house or I can refinance our current house and keep it. But it gives you that confidence when you're in those negotiations. Okay, good. And obviously there's a lot of competition to get new houses and to be pre-qualified helps them make the deal, get it, get it done quicker. All right. I know that you have a team that you not only help the buyer or somebody you're helping um, get a loan for, um, but you also help the family law attorney with your team. Tell us how that works. So we have a team of industry professionals that really understand the family law area. And it's a realtor, some title um, gentlemen, uh, some other people on the homeowners insurance side, uh, appraisers that we work with. And we can have these conversations so that if the client wants to know, if I want to stay and refinance, what does that look like? Or if I want to sell, what am I likely to be able to sell the home for? Um, are there any legal issues that I don't know that my spouse may have that could have liens on the property? So we even get into deferred maintenance that may cost you a lot of money here in the next two to three years, a new route for air conditioner or something. So you can evaluate these costs if you're choosing to stay or sell. So, Yeah, I think that's super helpful because if, got, if I've got a client and they're reaching to be able to get into a house with the rising prices the way they are. And then they find out afterwards they need a new roof or it needs to be replumbed or something. Those unexpected expenses can be devastating. Very expensive quickly. Yes. Okay. Final question. You ready? Yes. All right. What is a healthy tip you have for our audience? Can it be a financial healthy tip? It can be anything you want it to be. So uh, this is something just from lots of years of experience. My clients that spend less than 20% of their gross income on their house, one, pay their houses off faster, two, put a lot more money in retirement, and three, still live and have excellent vacations with kids that can do activities. So keep your mortgage payment to less than 20% of your gross income. Interesting. I thought you were going to say people who spend less on their mortgage, 20% or less, are maybe less likely to get divorced? No, no, no. They still get divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they have less financial stress, so that might help them get less divorced. I I haven't done the scientific study on that yet, but I'll, I'll do that real soon. Well, you are the Google man in our NADP group and come up with these crazy statistics you get off of Google. So we all appreciate that and you're, you entertain us with those. Always fun. It's good to be a part of this. Well, thanks, Jason. Thank you so much for being part of the channel today. Thank you, Tom. This was fun. I enjoyed it. Yes, I, I enjoy these too. So if our audience has found value in this, please hit that like and subscribe button, hit that bell icon. If you have any questions or comments or like to hear a different topic in a future video, just let me know. I'll be happy to respond. Thank you all for being here. Thank you again, Jason, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye.